Welcome to Dollars and Cents. Our podcast is designed to provide listeners with financial advice in a language you can understand. Created and hosted by Mark Friedman, President and CEO at Friedman Financial, he discusses timely topics that help individuals and families make smart financial decisions. Count on lots of energy, candid discussion, and a few laughs. And now, here's your host of Dollars and Cents, Mark Friedman of Friedman Financial. Welcome back to Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. I am Marion Gilman, and I am your host today. Uh, Mark Friedman, my typical co-host, is uh, on vacation for the long weekend coming up. And um, I am delighted that we are able to have Christian Kartra here with us today. He is our director of financial planning and the guru in the office of all things financial planning. How are you today, Christian? I'm doing well. How are you today, Marianne? Very good. Very good. I'm so glad you're able to offer some insights to our clients today and all of our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I racked my brain on what to talk about um, financial planning related for, for this podcast. And I ended up coming up with uh, let's talk about the very last item that we usually throw on our financial plans, which is on, we've got like a little action plan that we put together. And the last item is always review your plan on an annual basis. Yeah. And you know, that's, that is one of the things. So in just in general, you know, we always start off all of our relationships with our clients by doing a financial plan. And, you know, we try to emphasize during that whole process because it's a very comprehensive process. And I think everybody learns a lot from that process. We certainly do, even as the clients are learning a lot about their financial life, right, Christian? Yeah, absolutely. It yeah. is It is a, a growing experience. It's People start realizing things that they've never really thought about before. They start seeing things in different ways. And that's what that whole process is all about. It's so enlightening. Um, and we always emphasize that it is a process. It is not a one and done because so much changes um, over the course of time. Think about, I mean, think about what your life was like even five years ago, 10 years ago, and how much has changed in that short period of time, right? Who would have ever thought we would be confined to our houses for two years. <laughs> Absolutely. So, right? you know, when I think about the things that can change in a financial plan, I think there's kind of three major categories. The first one being, you know, the world around us. Sometimes that takes the, the, the frame of uh, a COVID. pandemic. Other times that's, you know, economic movements, market movements. These are things we can't control that are going to change. And sometimes you have to adjust your financial plan around it. That's right. And we always, you know, I know that um, routinely we recommend that people try to control the things they can control. So these are the things that are totally out of your control. However, although it's out of your control, you might have to adjust your behavior to fit in with those this new reality. Absolutely. Because it does impact your financial plan. You just can't really do much about it. So right. we have to look at what are the other pieces that we can do to that we can actually change. And those are the things we're gonna talk about. Um, so the other things that might change within a year to year basis, um, 
this one you can't control, but sometimes you're really excited about things and that's your own goals and aspirations. You know, we run into so many people who their entire thought process around what they want to do in retirement changes the moment that their kids have kids. And now they have got grandkids around and that changes where they want to live, what they want to spend their time doing, where they want to spend their money. So talk about that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, that is something you can control. And so many people have thought I'm going to retire in Florida. This is going to be, and we, we, you know, a lot of our clients um, decide to spend time in Florida and they love it. But once those grandkids come around, if they are back home or wherever back home is, then there's a draw to come back. But I'll tell you, it's very interesting that sometimes is temporary because as the grandkids get older, not that they don't love their grandparents still, but they might not want to be around you quite as much anymore. They have right. their own and, lives, and, right? and they become a little bit more independent. Right. They don't need grandma babysitting anymore. And, right. and then all of a sudden people start going, okay, now what do I do with this extra time that I used to use? babysitting, going to see the grandkids. That's right. That is. So all of these things, I mean, and this is something that let's say that you, you know, it, it seems to be that most people get serious about their money and really say, I really need a plan because I want to stop working at some point. It seems like a lot of people meet that reality either in their late 50s or early 60s as they're approaching that retirement age. And they might have a picture of, okay, this is how I'm going to spend my retirement years. And as you say, Christian, that could all change and you need to adjust the plan to go along with that. So that's something we can control. Yeah. So let's 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 look at that and say, how might we be able to place that reality in a financial plan. What, how do you approach something like that? If a client comes in and says, you know, we did a great plan two years ago and I was going to move to Florida and we had money in there to buy a house in Florida. And now I've decided I'm staying here and I want to help raise the grandchildren. Yeah. Well, so it's, it's actually quite useful uh, to be thinking through this. So one of the things when you do that initial financial plan, even if it doesn't go exactly how you had originally planned it, a lot of times doing that plan says, okay, we're going to put some money aside, let's say, to go rent in Florida for a few years. All of a sudden, having those resources available, you can repurpose them to new goals and aspirations for yourself and your family. So if you say, you know, we were going to rent in Florida, that was going to be $20,000. Now we want to look at starting a college fund for a grandkid instead well, we have those assets there and now we can look at options there. So it gives us a little bit more optionality to try out and conquer all those different goals that people come up with. And, and we have um, a very robust financial planning program. So what a, we are able to create these scenarios for you. And how, can you, how do you show this to clients? How do you show them what their options are in this uh, in this manner. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the software we have is just so cool. I, I, I get very excited about it because it's so much fun. We, we can really make quick changes on those what if scenarios that we run. And so we can have a bunch of toggle buttons already, uh, or we could do them on the fly in a meeting. And what we'll do is we'll say, okay, so what happens if uh, let's say you uh, retire a few years early and you go down to Florida and we can turn those toggles on. 
And then we say, well, what if instead of Florida, we're going to look at funding a college or a college savings plan for a grandkid? And we can toggle those on. And we can keep flipping around, flipping all the switches, the magic behind the curtain, and show you what that looks like as a projection to see, do your assets continue to sustain that level of spending? Um, what does that spending look like? What do your incomes look like if you make different changes to maybe your pension or your social security decisions? All of those levers are all things we can pull and look at. And the, I think the nice thing is we can look at them side by side as well. So you have a distinct comparison. Um, the other uh, the other item that is very interesting, and you mentioned, you know, there are a lot of things that happen in the economy that we might not be able to control, such as inflation. However, we can also show people what that means through that financial planning software, right? Absolutely. So we can also play with uh, inflation, return assumptions. We can show, oh, what if they're tomorrow, we run into maybe not a pandemic, but something that happens similarly, where uh, you see the, the stock market drop by 30% in just a few months. What does your plan look like from that point if we see that big drop? And that can be really reassuring for people who say, you know, I think I can retire, but what happens if there's a big pullback in the markets? And we can show them what that would look like. And a lot of times they realize, oh, so even if there was a big pullback, I'll be able to continue to live this lifestyle with minimal changes or maybe a small adjustment. And so when we're doing these projections, we always do, I mean, the most powerful aspect, I think, of the plan for most people is um, are the cash flow projections. Absolutely. How far out do we project? How long do we expect people to live? So our, our default is age 100. And, and age 100. Age 100. So here, here's our reasoning behind going out to age 100. Uh, number one, age 100 was was the maximum we could put out on our planning software for a while. They're now allowing us to go up to 109. We've got a few clients who know who they are, who say, I'm going to live to 110. And we have pushed them out as far as we can. Right. But what we really want to do when we're doing those plans is we want to err on the side of caution to make sure you have funds for all the years of your life. The last thing we want to do is if you go to uh, other finance companies and you look at online calculators and they'll say, well, your life expectancy is about 88. We do not want to run plans to age 88. And then when you come into the office at age 89 and say, all my money is gone. And we say, well, too bad. We only planned you to live to age 88. That's not what we want. We want to make sure there is money available if you have some extreme longevity in your life. Absolutely. And you know, it's funny because people are living longer in general. And almost everybody, when we present those plans, routinely says to us, oh, I'm not living to age 100. Oh, my God, no, never. You know, that's never going to happen. Well, that does happen, and it happens more often than you could ever imagine. And routinely, we have 95-year-old clients who come in and say, wow, I never expected to live this long, and I still have money. Yes. And that's the most important thing. And as Christian said, we want to be cautious about this. This is your life. Um, you do not, I mean, I think the number one concern for most people is running out of money. So we always want to err in the side of caution. Yes. So that, yeah. that is how we, we do our projections. Absolutely. Um, and I was going to say, so going to all those things that change around us. Yeah. Uh, if we can, we can have a, a quick conversation about this. One of the other things that changes is 
the very structure of how we need to make these plants. So oftentimes we'll run into uh, tax law changes or uh, you know, our clients, many of them know about required minimum distributions. Just four years ago, you had to begin taking required minimum distributions at age 70 and a half. So let's just explain what a required sure. minimum distribution is. Yeah, so that is in your retirement account, your 401k or your IRA. Once you get to a certain age, the government says you must take distributions from these accounts. And guess what? They're taxable. And they want their tax money. And they that's want their, why you have to take the money out. That's absolutely right. And so for a while, for a long time, that was age 70 and a half. And then they pushed it out to 72 and then 73 and now 75 for some people. And so it's very confusing, very confusing. But we did a lot of plans where we said, okay, you're going to have to take an RMD at age 70 and a half. Well, three, four years later, all of a sudden that number is 72, 73 or 75. And so making the adjustment to say, okay, now we've got a few more years before those required distributions happen. How can we plan to make the most of those years to be tax efficient, but also to factor in when distributions need to be made and how are you going to get the money you need to live your lifestyle? Exactly. So, and also we want to say that just because the required distribution doesn't start until 73, you can still take money out earlier. Yes. Um, you don't want to take it out typically before age 59 and a half, because there is a penalty on top of the tax, which you don't want to pay. However, you know, um, you can take it out after after age 59 and a half without a penalty. So we do a lot of work in the tax plan planning. Not We don't do taxes, but we do plan right. for taxes. And particularly that goes hand in hand with planning for distributions. Because when people retire, one of the big questions is, how do I replace my paycheck with the money that I've saved up? And how do I do that in a tax efficient manner, in a thoughtful manner, in a manner that's going to make it so that our assets can last the entire life. And that cash flow statement is designed to give people that reassurance that this is going to work. And, you know, as you started off by saying that it is a, you know, we want to review it on an annual basis. We want to be sure that we're still in line with current um, rules and regulations and just economic conditions. Um, it's very important to review it because it also allows you to see what happens over that time period. Mm -hmm. And usually clients get more and more comfortable every year when they see, oh, I still have money. I still, it will still last. Yes. And so it's great. Especially when you see some consistency there year after year, it's saying this is still working out and it's amazing. We'll look back at some of the past projections and they're so similar or maybe a little bit better, a little bit worse, depending on what's going on in the world, but very consistent throughout the years as things change. And whether we have a great stock market or a bad stock market, you can look at it in all different conditions and, um, you know, actually get that reassurance that actually I'm still in good shape. So honestly, if now is the time, if you need some help, if you're getting to that age and then you say, gee, I really need a better perspective of where I'm going and what I'm doing, and I need to bring all of this together, please feel free to give us a call at 978-531-8108. Or you can visit us on the web at uh, friedmanfinancial.com. That's friedman, to ease in a D, financial.com. 
Um, and you can go to our webpage and you can sign up for our weekly newsletter. It comes out at 10.30 every Friday morning um, and go to the bottom of any page there and click on our weekly newsletter, sign up for it, they put in your email address and you will start receiving that. Um, we'd love to have you come in for an initial consultation if, if you're ready to do so. So thank you so much, Christian, for being here with me today well, and stepping for in for Mark, providing so much great information for our listeners um, and have everyone have a great long weekend. Yeah, the yeah. big long weekend Should up. be good. Have a great day. During today's Dollars and Cents episode with Freeman Financial, your host may have discussed specific financial planning and investment ideas that are for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations. Please remember that investing involves risk and may include loss of principal. Always consult a certified financial planner professional, qualified attorney, or tax advisor prior to investing to determine what is appropriate for you. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC.